Hello and welcome to A Queer Understanding, weekly conversations about all things queer. We are your hosts, Dr. Angelica Thompson and Akessa Thompson. For more information about the show and to hear more episodes, visit us at aqueerunderstanding.com. We are back with part two of our conversation with Jerron Bester, a police corporal for 16 years with the Prince George's County, Maryland Police Department. Here's our conversation. Were you always out as a police officer in Prince George's County? Not out. I wouldn't say out. Um, I just thought it wasn't anyone's business until it became your business. Has it ever became anyone's business where it affected your job? Ah, yes. Uh, so, <laughs> man, so I have this neighbor, okay? I've been living in Clinton for 10 years. Okay, bought a home. I mind my business. I don't patrol my, my neighborhood. You know, I want peace when I come home. So 10 years, and maybe in, it was 2018, I go outside to my car, and this one neighbor says, gay-ass cop. And I'm like, did I just hear him say like, well, and it's an older neighbor. And I'm like, dude, how, I'm like, did you really just say that? Like, how fucking old are you? So I didn't pay any attention, but something said, just watch him, listen while you guys are outside or whatever. Mm -hmm. So ever since that moment, every time he sees me outside, no matter what time of day it is, he starts fag, punk, sissy. Oh, you're shameful. He'd laugh. He'd say something or make some noise to where I look over mm -hmm. and he'll shake his head. He eyes me as I drive off in my car. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this guy's problem? This went on for maybe a year and a half, two years. Oh, wow. Now, we've never spoken a word. Never. Like, I don't say hi. You know, when you're in a neighborhood and you, you just get a vibe from a neighbor. Yeah. And it's just like, this is an asshole neighbor. So one day I'm going outside to my mailbox. It's on a Saturday. Wasn't in uniforms and t-shirt and shorts going to get my mail. Happened to go outside. He's outside too, getting his mail. So as I go to the mailbox, he's shouting, fag, punk, sissy. I'm like, okay, this guy wants my attention. So I get my mail and I'm walking back up the driveway to my front door and I hear him just going at it again. So I turn around. I'm like, but you always looking over here, but you want some dick or something? Right. You know, two, three seconds stare down and I kind of shoo him off with my hand. I guess that pissed him off. You know, how dare I ask him if he wanted some dick? Right. So he goes to the police department and filed a citizen's complaint. He dog walked the police department. Yeah. And they ended up investigating me for a year. This went on. Mm -hmm. um, investigating me for uh, use of language. Oh, and on top of him saying, he said, I called him a motherfucker. Every time I saw him outside, I'm yelling at him. What you looking over here, motherfucker? I told you stop looking over here, motherfucker. And I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. So I'm crazy. You know, I, what you want some dick, motherfucker? You keep looking over here. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute. So y'all think I'm crazy? I just walk out the house offering dick to my neighbors? Like, that doesn't make sense. So I guess he figured, let me add on to it. And then he says, oh, when he also drives his cruiser fast through the neighborhood 
topping 50 miles an hour. And I'm just like, y'all really entertaining this? Like, it's, it's like, I thought the police was smarter than this. We look past certain things and we go, okay, wait a minute. But what's really going on? Because that doesn't make sense. Right. So they ended up finding me guilty for use of language. They didn't do anything with the cruiser, with the violation department of vehicle thing. So they find me guilty for use of language and they find me $250. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, absolutely not. I, I would not accept any disciplinary action from this. I said, I wasn't representing the police department. I'm a citizen going to get my mail just as he was. He started with me. I just responded, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I ended up, oh my gosh, like writing letters. And write, that's when I called the LGBTQ Dignity Project. So I was like, wait a minute. I said, somebody around here, wait, we got to do something because this is crazy. Mm-hmm. So at first I reached out to the outreach team, which I, I mean, if anybody knows anything about the outreach team, just disregard them totally. Just go on to the next, <laughs> to the next thing. And that's how I got in contact with uh, the Dignity Project and reached out to Cassie. And she's been a tremendous help to this point. Um, so I started writing letters to Ben Cardin's office, start writing letters to councilmen, like how are, how's the police department doing this? You know, and after a year of writing these letters, shaking a tree, kicking up smoke, stopping my feet, clapping my hands, then they come back and they non-sustain my charge. No explanation, no explanation. And then they did it via departmental mail. You had me come in and sign for it because it's a personal, it's it's internal affairs things, but then you send it via mail. And I'm like, okay, where's my explanation? Y'all found me guilty. Now y'all finding me not guilty. Where, where's the explanation behind it all? Nope, it's over. It's a done deal. We're not going to deal with it anymore. Nope. So I said, okay, where's my report? Because... Under the, the Maryland Attorney General says every police department in the state of Maryland is required to write a supplemental report, a hate, a hate bias crime report. They're, they're required. They're mandated by law to do that. So why aren't y'all following a mandated law? Like y'all, so y'all just going to disregard the Attorney General. So one of the, the captains of Internal Affairs told me, well, if your neighbor is bothering you or harassing you, you can go down to the court <laughs> as a citizen, not a police officer, as a private citizen, and, and, and let the court to deal with it. I'm, con- I'm confused, Sway. How? How? <laughs> I, like, don't y'all write reports? Like, I'm, like, I've told you this criminal activity was going on. Where's my report? Mm-hmm. So I had to go down to the court and take out harassment charges on I can't do the hate crime because the police department has to write a report. Mm. So at this point, it's just like, not only am I one of yours, but I'm a citizen who's a part of a minority com- community, mm-hmm. a protected minority in the community. And y'all, y'all just, y'all gonna violate my civil rights. You're not gonna do anything. It, it's very disheartening because if you're treating your own like this, I can only imagine what you're doing with, to the actual citizens in the community. And that's why no one wants to call the police for anything, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's the situation that has pretty much affected me at work with my sexuality is no one wants to talk about. No one wants to deal with, 
They want to brush it under the rug. You know, it, it, if we find them not guilty, if we now sustain everything, it's done with. It's it, okay. We did it. Shh, everybody be quiet. Right. You know, it's, 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 it's terrible. It's, it's terrible. So is that where it is? Are you taking further actions with that? I ain't stopping. I'm, I, it's things in the works. I'm still doing my thing, but it's, I'm not done. I'm not done. Trust me, I'm not done. Okay. And um, do you think this, you are treated that way because of your sexuality? Absolutely. So I can tell you initially when the uh, the internal affairs investigator called me or he sent me a message and he said, hey, give me a call about a complaint, like a complaint. Like, I don't do anything. I don't bother anybody. So I called him and he said, hey, man, do me a favor. Don't say anything to your neighbor. And I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, well, he filed a complaint. And I said, he filed a complaint on me. He said, yeah. I was like, man, that man harasses me every day. I said, well, what was his complaint about? That right there, he couldn't even tell me what the complaint was about. He was like, oh, 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 it's just he mentioned something sexual in nature. No. What was the complaint about? What did he say in his complaint? Like, you can't tell me somebody filed a complaint and not tell me what the complaint said. The hesitation, the whole beating around the bush showed me right there he was uncomfortable. He was biased in it anyway. You know, so and then as time went on, then you find me guilty of a language complaint where I was not representing the police department in any capacity. It was confusing. And I'm like, okay, well, where's this guy? No, I need to talk to him. That investigator, I never talked to him again. They kept punting my information. All it was my information was all through internal affairs. It was a guy who worked for internal affairs, not even having anything to do with my case, who comes to me in a parking garage and, and starts creating small talk and Hey, what's your name again? I said, Bester. Oh, you're Bester. Wow. What do you mean? Oh, you're Bester. Like they do it so blatantly. They make it so obvious. But but why? But no one wants to have the conversation. Everybody wants to know who's the gays. Right. But y'all don't want to talk about gay shit. Like that doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. Yeah, I've had... um complaint from the transgender community in Prince George's County about the, the police department. So they do not report crimes. They do not report rape. Um, not just the transgender, all the same sex couples too. They don't mm-hmm. feel comfortable talking to the Prince George's County police. Right. You know, I, I, at this point I say, make them uncomfortable. I look, I guess I'm a, I am a gay homosexual male. I want you to feel uncomfortable about it. <laughs> As you possibly can. Yes. <laughs> if you thinking I play with butts and they, yes. Like it, 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 it like I want you to be uncomfortable because how is the conversation not being had? How is nothing not being done to help us, protect us, assist us? It it makes no sense. We don't have any representation on the department. The lesbians on the department are more vocal. There'll be more to speak up and, hey, y'all not going to do it. And I'm like, well, where are the fellas? Mm-hmm. You know, and certain members on the outreach team are on the outreach team and have these cushy jobs. They're in these cushy positions where I got to where I am. was not affecting them. Nobody's going to talk about it, Nobody's going to do anything about it. Even taking it further, like, we'll have certain officers that are gay that are kind of on the feminine side. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there's no representation for a masculine gay officer 
it's like, well, well where are y'all? Like, are y'all going to speak up? Are y'all going to say anything? Like, it's just, there's just, there's no representation across the board to give people the courage or an outlet to say, hey, this is what's going on. This is what's wrong. Because I'm not the only one. I'm just the only one. I ain't taking the shit. I'm just not doing it. Do you think it's a matter of, as far as the more masculine presenting gay men, that they don't really want to claim being gay? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. There was one in particular. um, I was talking to a buddy of mine. He works for another police department. Um, He also knows the guy. He had told him, well, I don't want my business out there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, sorry, your business already like you they the police <laughs> they got your instagram your facebook your twitter your only fans like oh trust me the police know what you're doing you know and i'm just like you don't want your business out like that doesn't that does not make sense to me it just it grinds my gears to hear shit like that you know and that's why we're stagnant that's why we go nowhere because you know the feminine guys they'll speak up right the masculine guys we're just like i don't want nobody to know i'm gay sorry get over it get, get over yourself so the police department, there hasn't been any inclusivity training or cultural sensitivity training or anything like that. So we have annual training. They have an LGBTQ block of instructions. It went, I don't know, I, I, don't quote me on this. I want to say it went from like an hour, 30 minute block of instruction down to like 10 minutes or something like that. Mm. Oh, if we can help, if you know anybody, if y'all are going through, here's our number. Bye. Like, what is that doing? They're not in the community. Like, if a victim calls the police, of course, they're not going to be comfortable talking to, you know, just any old. But it's like, well, they're not going to take it serious. Why not create a unit to where these people, y'all, because a hetero state, they have no idea what we go through. Right. No idea where we come from, what we go through. They they don't have a clue. Do you think less people want to... Talk about your sexuality because of retaliation, what they might face in the force. I've heard, yes, that's why they don't. Um, but what's the worst that they can do? Call you a name? Okay, let me let me jot that down. Let me make note of that. Say it again while, while I got my phone right here. Um, what's the worst they can do? Put you on the street? Put you in the beat? That's where you started. That's police work. I think people are so scared of being ostracized. And it's, you have to have respect for yourself. You have to love yourself enough first. But at the end of the day, and at the end of the day, if you don't, like, there's been times where you sit around roll call and people talking about gay shit. And it's like, hold on, y'all don't know who's in the room. Right. So y'all might want to keep the gay conversation to a nun. <laughs> right. You know, but yeah, people don't, people will not, come out or speak up for themselves or whatever because absolutely of retaliation absolutely what would you like to see done from the standpoint of the head of the department and the elected officials that are involved that can make changes in the county it, it's so many that i don't even know where to start first and foremost we we need to have a serious conversation like in a room those little fancy little conference tables they got upstairs. We, you, me, whoever, we need to actually sit down and actually have a conversation and a real conversation. Like I said, make them uncomfortable because they have to understand like, this is our life. This is what it is. You know, like 
for instance, there's no liaisons. You know, I said the outreach team, they, they don't, they're cheerleaders. Like I said, they've gotten their positions on the department. They, they're okay. Nothing affects them. Oh, well, they know I'm gay. I'm good. Like what? But it's, you got a whole 1200 man department behind you. Like you're not the only gay person on the agency. Right. Um, I think there definitely needs to be a real unit who handles things. They got homicide unit that handles murders. You got a robbery unit that handles robberies. You got domestic violence. You, you got all these units that handles these specific crimes, but we just left out in the left out in the sea with no life jacket, no raft, you know, to drown. It, it make it just it, it makes no sense. But first and foremost, we, we need to have a conversation. That that kicks it off. And not only a conversation, just to have a conversation, but a conversation that's actually gonna do something about it. You know, we can have conversations all day long, just like, you know, Cassie, when the Eastern Avenue things was going on. Right. Oh, it was it was in the news for a hot second. We they talked about it. Hey, we're gonna give them a little outreach team. Yeah, we're gonna go and put five of y'all finest gay people together and then give them a captain. Okay, up with shocking. They're gonna shut up. They'll shut up now. Right. That they ain't did nothing since they've been formed. And th- that's one of the reasons why we have to keep what's going on Eastern Avenue alive with you know doing stuff out there to remember what happened here. Because as you say, it's more so of checking the boxes. Correct. And checking the boxes is not enough when people life are involved, when people's mm-hmm. sanity is involved, you know. So I commend you for speaking up about it really do so what advice would you give to anyone in a similar situation like yours in the department that's afraid to come out that's afraid to speak up about injustice against them because of your sexuality love yourself like you have like i said i I go back to that like you have to love yourself and respect yourself enough to not take this shit you don't have to take that shit like it's hard enough in my case it's hard enough being black Right. It's it's hard enough being a black man, a black cop, a black gay cop. You have all these things. Like it's hard. It's hard. So you have to want better, and you have to love and respect yourself in order to say, no, I'm not taking this shit. And once you get to that point, once you get past that point, then you can branch out and then get out there and get it done. Get the word out. I will not take this shit. So if anyone want to get in touch, with want to see how they can help with um, the situation that you have going on or help you with the fight for equality within the department, how can they get in touch with you? I have a couple. Um, first, email me, uh, mrjron at Yahoo. Um, my Instagram is rock, R-H-O-C-K underscore Papo, P-A-P-O. And of course, Facebook, Jerron Bester. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Jaron. It, it been, it's been great talking to you. It's been very informative. And um, we look forward to checking in with you in the future. And hopefully you'll have made some um, some changes in the department that need to be made. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. The grind <laughs> don't stop. <laughs> right. And we're here with you. We're here with yes, you. I know, here I know that. Change. We're here for the fight. We're here for the change. And that's why, you know, the, the LGBTQ Dignity Project, along with a queer understanding, we are ready to make changes in the community and yes. full speed ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
Well, thank you guys for having me. It's been fun. It's been a pleasure. Thank you yes. very much. Thank you, Jerron. I look forward to, to, to what's to come. Thanks. Thanks for listening to A Queer Understanding. We hope you heard something that resonated with or inspired you. Join us next week right here at A Queer Understanding. And as always, live your truth and be unapologetically you.